Sean Dizzle. Mikey Hizzle. It is a beautiful day to record, and I'm excited to be here with you, my friend. Yeah, boy. You know, I think one of the things that I'm really trying to work on for this year is gratitude, and I am grateful for you. You big honking bear, you. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Happy recording day. Happy recording day, man. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. nothing gay about man love man love so i i uh i went to go see my cousin last night because uh my cousin will who i haven't seen him in six months and he keeps asking me to come out come over watch some games play some bones hang out and just every single time I just tell him no I'm not going anywhere I ain't doing nothing well last night I I couldn't tell him no for the hundredth time so I went over there and he's just got a couple bros that he uh, that he quarantines with that are in his bubble if you will right And uh, everybody's working from home. Wish I could be in Will's bubble. (laughs) So I felt safe. (laughs) They they wasn't all on top of each other. But we played some Bones last night, man. And just, I don't know, man. It felt so good to be out of the house and to see some other men and just sit there and talk shit. Crack jokes, drink some beers, have some fun. It was just, it was great. Yeah. It was great. It, it, it was like I was reborn. I was born again after last night, just being able to just chill. And I, we didn't go clubbing. We didn't go out, do nothing. We literally just sat at the table. We watched the NFL playoffs and we, uh, and we play some dominoes. Sounds like now, I know, a good time. I know a lot of people will, will probably say that's not safe and you probably shouldn't have gone over there, blah, blah, blah. You get a family, whatever the case may be. I don't know, man. Believe me, I, I, I understand and I know that this is a real pandemic and it's spreading like crazy. I understand people are getting sick left and right. And we're in winter, and it's even harder to stay healthy when it's this cold, and blah, 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 blah. All the disclaimers. 
But like I told the wife, I said, man, it's my cousin. He's like my brother. He's the closest thing I've got to, my, to a brother because my brother's in California. And we grew up together. We were at each other's houses every other weekend. You know, spending the night, hanging out, having a good time. And, uh, and I missed him. So I was willing to go take the risk. I'm not oblivious and I'm not naive to the fact that, yeah, it was a risk going over there. But I was willing to take the risk because it's been six months since I've seen him and I, I missed him. Well, it's family, you know. And he's family. I think, at least for me, that's all I'll speak to is like, if I'm going to do that with people, it's only going to be the people that I trust are taking this at least almost as serious as I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know they're not acting a fool going to freaking walmart or meyer or target without a mask and you know like the people i'm going to be hanging out with on the few times that that happens it's going to be with people i trust that are like-minded and you know again taking this shit seriously so i think it's a very good point i understand yeah it could be a risk but also like i don't care who you are you could come hang out with me you ain't going to get shit from me. I'll tell you that much right now. I mask up. I'm, I mean, hell, I just did a quarantine update episode where I rant about it's literally taped off six feet away from people. Stay on the line. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're smart, <clears throat> you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a doctor or whatever, but like. I think your chances of not getting this is pretty high. I mean, just speaking for myself because that's all I can do, but I haven't gotten it yet. And I've been places, but I choose wisely. If it's too crowded, a bounce, I wear a mask, a hand sanny, you know, I stay away from people. Like I'm not being an idiot about it. So. I also want to say, maybe you didn't really take that much of a risk. Because, again, if you know the people you're going to hang out with, then you're not going to be all, like, making out and sneezing on each other. and <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Sure. 100%. I mean, Will is <clears throat> single. Which, if you and Will were making out, we'd be having a completely different conversation right now. Totally, anyway. totally different conversation. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Uh, Love you, Will. Will. Just kidding. He's he doesn't. Uh, he's got a couple guys that he hangs out with once a week to play bones, and that's it. He doesn't go anywhere. Hey, he, he, I know he's playing it safe and he's doing the right stuff because he sees his parents, who are both in their seventies, and his sister, who is, who has MS. She definitely can't get COVID. Yeah. That'll take her out in a heartbeat. And he knows that. 
And so he's, I know he's being careful. I know that he's being responsible. So yeah, maybe it's less of a risk that I took than what I think. But, uh, I don't know, man. I know, you know, some people would have a problem with that. Yeah, well, Uh, some people get right up on your butt when you're in line, so. That too. To your point, you're absolutely right. People disrespect personal space all the time. Uh, A lot more than what they should. I don't do as much grocery shopping as I used to. I was going to Kroger. The wife hates the Kroger. They're always out of the essential things that we need. So she's been going to Trader Joe's. And because of Brooklyn. Oh my God, don't get me started. Thank you, Brooklyn. She's obsessed with these stupid little egg roll thingies. Wontons? Wonton thingies. Or the egg rolls. The wontons. Yeah. Yeah, they're wontons. Have you had one? No. I'm on the carnivore diet. That's not. Oh, that's right. That's not in my. Uh, it's not in my current wheelhouse. Well, they're I mean, pretty I, good if you ever get uh, off the carnivore. Well, I will. Come February February first, I'm starting back keto. I'm going back on keto. Yeah. I mean, I pretty much eat keto. I ate keto all of 2020. That's how I lost so much weight. Now. I'm doing carnivore because I hit the platfo- plateau. Plateau. I hit a plateau. Hit that plateau. <laughs> <laughs> I hit a plateau at 215. Start a carnivore diet. I'm down to 211. So I, I've broken through the plateau. If, if at the end of January I'm down to 210, I'll be happy. That's my goal to get down to 210 by the end of the month. Uh, and I'll be happy with that. And then just stay on keto and stay healthy, keep working out, and see where it goes from there. That's the other thing. I don't think that is much of a risk for me because I'm super healthy. I mean, yeah, I smoke cigars and I drink. But I'm super healthy. My diet is very lean uh, and very clean. Um... I take a ton of vitamins every day, my multivitamins, my, my vitamin D, vitamin C. Uh, I'm getting tons of zinc. All the stuff that they're saying is supposed to be really good to fight COVID. I'm taking all of that stuff every single day. I'm even taking uh, probiotics. I've been taking probiotics for the last three months. Are you still microdosing the Clorox tabs? Yeah, that and mushrooms. <laughs> Cause it's Friday. You ain't got shit to do. You might as well get high. Man, it's Friday. You ain't got no job. But yeah, I, I I'm doing all the right stuff. I'm keeping my hands clean. I got hand sanitizer. You know, I got a wife and kid to take care of. I'm obviously doing the right stuff. But last night, man, I just had to get out of the house, bro. And it felt good to get out of the house and to do something. So I don't regret it, I guess is my point. I bet. I don't think you should either. Yeah, I don't regret it. 
Now, if you're finding people on Facebook who you don't know, and you're just like, hey, let's have a party. <laughs> yeah. I ain't seen you since middle school. Let's link up. No, that's not happening. Um, and I dropped Facebook anyway, and that still feels good. <laughs> a buddy of mine called me today and was like, uh, I wanted to send you this article, and I noticed that you're not on Facebook anymore. <laughs> oh my god you actually had to interact with me <laughs> you actually had to call me wow what a concept you want to talk to me you call me or text me boom he called great yeah let's talk about the article so I looked it up and we talked about it we rapped about it it was cool we had a good time talking I went outside had a cigar because he was smoking the cigar when he called me He's like, yeah, I'm out, I'm out in the garage having a cigar. I said, all right, bet. Then I'll join you. So. Look at that. We talked on the phone. Social distance and hangout. 2021, baby. <laughs> He's all the way down in Columbus, Ohio. So. Sorry for him. Yeah, me too. But, you know, yeah, very social distance. Easy. Easy to do. I mean, it's not the same. I get that, but... Of course not. Right now, I think... That's still what we need to be doing. Yeah, I mean, but this guy, we've been friends for almost a decade. You know, he moved away to Columbus, you know, four, three, four years ago. And we still, you know, we're still friends and stay connected because of the phone. And anytime he comes in town to visit his parents, he comes to hang out with me and the family, him and his brother. And, you know, they come hang out. We have a good time. Keep the, it's easy to keep relationships going. If 2020 has taught us, taught us anything, we need each other. We need friends. We need an outlet. Um, and that it's every single one of our responsibility to maintain those relationships. It's a two-way street. It has to be. You call me, I call you. You text me, I text you. You know, FaceTime, FaceTime, whatever. But we still need to be able to connect with each other. You don't want to lose your friendships, man, just because of a stupid virus. Well, it's so funny because even when I was growing up as a kid, <clears throat> I mean, that's how it was. I got to turn this heat back on. We uh, we didn't have Facebook and FaceTime and devices that we could tell to call somebody. And, like you know, you either had to rotary dial or send a letter <laughs> or see them passing in your everyday life, and then schedule things. Be like, yo, let's uh. You know, call me and we'll set up a time to like hang out or something, you know, mm-hmm. or like riding my bike as a kid going over to like <clears throat> my friend's house and knocking on the door like, hey, is so-and-so home? Can he come out and play? <laughs> now it's like you're playing Fortnite and you're like, yo, you want to go to the park later? Cool. We're so connected uh, yeah. and we're so spoiled already. Within that's yeah. my point. Within the 
small amount of time we've had this i mean it's awesome technology i'm not hating on it i'm just saying like yeah it was not that long ago this was normal <laughs> yeah dude i i remember as a kid I, if i wanted to see my friends my friends wanted to see me we jumped on our bikes and we rode to each other's house it could take 20 minutes to get there it doesn't matter you knock on the door Hey, is Kevin home? Uh, no, but he'll be back in an hour. All right, well, tell him I stopped by. And then you go back home. Yep. And if he shows up at your door, you hang out. If not, then you don't. You try again another day. You go down the street. You knock on the door. Or you just go. <laughs> My parents kicked us out the house. <laughs> you know, they're like, hey, the sun is shining. What the hell are you doing in here? Get outside. That's the way I grew up, man. And if you ain't got nobody to play with, whatever. You grab a stick and a rock. You throw it up in the air and you try to hit it. If somebody sees you outside, they come outside to play with you, then you play together. If you don't, you don't. But you out of the house. Man, I remember as a kid when I found duct tape and cardboard and I can make stuff and it would float. <laughs> hours of fun dude tons of fun that's like macgyver shit yep or you know whatever you know my parents would give me a quarter or something and i'd walk down the street knock on some doors hey i'm heading down to the penny candy store let's go get some candy the penny candy store was at the corner okay the opposite end of the street and we'd be we'd take two hours just to go to the store you walk down the street you climb a gate you jump on one side you jump on the other you go through your neighbor's backyard go into the alley play in the alley for a little bit eventually you'll get to the store you get your candy and then you walk back real slow eating all your candy so that you don't have to share it with your little sister <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's what we did man we didn't sit in the house doing nothing, man. No, we were outside, bro. Get outside. And obviously, I grew up in Detroit. And there were a lot of vacant lots, right? When those riots hit in the 60s, a lot of those homes got burned down. And, um, and over the years, they were just tearing down houses and weren't building any new ones. They didn't really start rebuilding up Detroit until I was an adult. So I grew up with a lot of vacant lots right across the street from the house that I grew up in. There was a lot that was the size of three homes that had been locked, knocked down. And we would go outside and we'd play football. Somebody bring a football or, you know, we'll take an old milk crate and we would get somebody's ladder and we'll nail up a, a milk crate. And we'd play basketball in the alley. Because we couldn't afford a basketball hoop. You know? So we played with a milk crate. Which is the perfect size for a regulation basketball to go right through if you shoot it right. Perfect swish every time. Nothing but crate. Nothing but crate. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we, you know, you got to make it work, man. We made it work as kids, I think is the point. So we, we have to make it work as adults as well. We have to. We talk all the time. All the fucking time. Right? <clears throat> Whether we're recording or not, we still talk. Yeah. You know, I mean, your relationships have to go beyond the things that you do. They just have to, man. We need each other. And I, you know, I'm making it a point to make that of, I don't know, to be more intentional about it this year. So. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Also, we've definitely shown our age in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah we have halfway into us talking I was like man we're those old guys that I grew up being like back in my day we had to walk to school uphill both ways in the snow with just socks on carrying 50 pounds of books <laughs> <laughs> back when gas was two yeah. pennies a gallon yeah Two bits. Yeah. Oh well, man. We're getting old. The good old days. Yeah, man. I'm about to be 40, bro. I want to go down to the... Uh, I want to do the bourbon trail for my 40th birthday. I thought you were going to say pick out your headstone. <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, in Tennessee, Kentucky? Is that what you're talking about? Kentucky, yeah. Yeah. Bourbon Trail in Kentucky. I want to do that, man. That would be cool. I really, I just want to go to, they are a lot further away from each other than people think. Uh, but I want to go and get a place, an Airbnb, close enough to Buffalo Trace Distillery because they make all of the bourbons that I drink. Mm-hmm. So my daily pour it's all Buffalo Trace and what they make. So, uh, I want to do that. Speaking of which, going back to Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. dude, you should go with the wife sometime and just look at their liquor selection. Because so I have. Yeah, did they have good prices on bourbon? They don't have any bourbon. Really? They have. They have beer and wine. That's it. it. This is the smallest Trader Joe's on the continent. Oh, Trust man. Me. If you, it's not a big one. If you come here, you'll be in heaven. Yeah. I almost snapped you, but <clears throat> we were just trying to get out of there. Dude, cheap prices on, like, <clears throat> quality shit, man. I was like... Did you price this wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Is this a sale? I don't understand. There are a lot of places that do it right. They sell their liquor at state minimums. And not every state is the same when it comes down to their minimums. But um, it's definitely cheaper the closer you are to Kentucky. Because they don't have to ship it as far. Uh, But here in Michigan, man, some of these prices are... They've been going up. Let me just say that. They've been going up, so I've been looking at um, 
cheaper things to buy. And plus, we've been trying to save money anyway because we got that savings goal for the year that we're trying to hit. So uh, I've been drinking a lot less and drinking a lot cheaper stuff. And uh, yeah. But there's a lot of grocery stores by me that don't sell liquor at all. What's well, the funny thing, even in the areas we live in and around right now, <clears throat> you could go to one town's same grocery store, and I won't name names, name names because it doesn't matter, but, you know, the same exact grocery store, and um, in a different town or city or whatever, and they can carry completely different things. Or not carried it at all. And I'm just like, I don't understand this. Yeah. I guess it's local laws or something. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe you get certain stores that just suck <clears throat> because. Or maybe they just they them. don't sell it. Like they had it and now, yeah, well, we sold one in like four months, so we don't need that here. Well, so like, I, I'll go to Kroger and. I need milk for Max. He's drinking whole milk. They'll be completely out of whole milk. Like weeks in a row. Hmm. We can't get whole milk. So she goes to Trader Joe's, she gets the whole milk and comes back. And yeah, eventually she she's just like organic oh, grass fed, massage twice a day, sleeps in lavender yeah. fields. <laughs> <laughs> Get spanked on the ass. Yeah. Nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, hey, yeah, listen, it, it I, I don't want to hate on Trader Joe's. I feel like their pricing is actually... It's pretty good. Competitive, if not even cheaper than most big box grocery stores. So, well, whatever they be doing, uh, they be doing it good. I will hate on one thing. Uh, she's been getting ribeyes from there for me because I'm I'm pretty much eating steak every day. Yeah, you can't buy meat from there. Yeah, their meat sucks, bro. Well, and it's like double the price of grocery stores. That's like the one thing I've noticed. Yeah, the meat is is expensive, and it sucks. There's like no flavor, and I'm a good cook, man. I'm a real good cook, but <laughs> last night I made a a ribeye. And I gave some to Max and he spit it out. And I said, yeah, buddy, I don't like it either, but I got to <laughs> eat something. So I'm going to eat it. Does he spit it out, bro. Good Lord. Does he eat ribeye generally? Oh, yeah. Do anything I cook, he eats. Ribeye. You're steak, raising a bougie whatever. ass kid. The wife keeps saying, man, that. The only meat that he eats is whatever I smoke. You know, so mm. he, he doesn't eat a lot of meat already. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Right? I mean, babies don't need a lot of meat. They just don't. But uh, a couple times a week, if they eat meat, that's good. Anytime I smoke anything, he tears it up. But that steak that I, I made just in a cast iron... Last night, he spit it right out. He's like, oh, nope, daddy, I don't like this. I'm like, I don't like it either, buddy. 
It's terrible meat. So. Yeah, man. Speaking of meats and smoking, <clears throat> I know you're like a connoisseur, if you will. Maybe not a connoisseur. But I'm an iron chef. You definitely enjoy doing that shit, and you do it year round. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Um. Anyway, so we got this new fire pit. Literally every day since we've got it, it's either snow flurried or rained. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm just like, this is, like, so stupid. The only thing I want to do in life right now is put some fire in that thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But <clears throat> I was out with the dog just staring at it covered in flurries the other day, and I'm like, man, I kind of can't wait for, like, spring. Mm -hmm. Not because I hate yep. the cold, because I actually don't mind the cold. It's just, like... I want to be able to come out here, smoke a cigar, have a fire going, but I'm not sweating my balls off. Mm -hmm. I just, I can't wait. I'm with you, dude. I keep dumping all of my cigar butts in the fire pit outside. You know, we had some friends over, they smoke cigarettes, the box is going there. It's just getting full and full of trash. <laughs> I, I can't wait, bro. I cannot wait. As soon as this weather breaks, I'm having a fire. I'm going outside. I'm going to sit by the fire. I'm going to freeze my ass off, and I'm going to enjoy every second of it. Yeah. See, that's the I thing. Do it I, now. If it was cold, I would still do it. I can put clothes on it. and then get the fire going, and you're fine. I've done it. But. Yeah. I've had a bonfire in the snow. Yeah, I think I've done that once, and it was just kind of uh, like... I don't mind it. I don't know. It's hard to do, because your feet, your feet get cold and, you know, blah, blah, blah. It is hard to do. It's not easy, and it's not as enjoyable as if it was no snow outside. Sure. Um, well, so then my, my second thought is, <clears throat> I either want to build... A little like a woodshed not a shed that's complete misuse of where my brain is like a little you know I don't know foot and a half two foot wide thing by like four feet long figure out how to construct a tarp to cover the face of it so that the wood mm -hmm. doesn't get like wet <clears throat> and just stock up the wood like starting now because it's not super expensive. Yeah. So it's not a bad idea. I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the spring so that we can build the patio, the second patio next to the garage. So once uh once the weather breaks and the ground isn't frozen anymore, I'm gonna start digging out the area for uh for the cement pad that we're gonna put next to the garage. It's going to be expensive, but it's going to be worth it. I'll put the grills out there. I'll build a wood. Are you going to do it yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Matt's going to come in town and help me because that's what he does. Nice. He's a cement guy. 
So uh, I'm going to build an awning to go over to cover the entire pad. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it, bro. I just need that. I need to utilize all that space that's just sitting there with dog shit on it. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be cool, too, man. You'd have your patio because you got the... The patio set up with uh, furniture and the awning thingy, and <clears throat> mm-hmm. then you could have like a second smoker little getaway further from the house. Yeah, that's what it's going to be for—just for grilling and barbecue, smoking meats, and then be completely covered, so I can just do it all year all year round. That's the goal. I mean, I do it all year round anyway, but it'd be nice to have a nice roof over your head. You can do it, you know, more comfortably. That's going to be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to it. I'm excited. Matt convinced me to do a cement pad instead of pavers. It's probably wise. Yeah. It's like it's going to be just as much work. You might as well just do a pad and get it over with. It'll be a whole lot less upkeep. You know, with pavers, you're going to be constantly having to deal with the weeds and stuff. Not only that, those things like sink and move and shift. and Yeah, it's like a floating floor. So, yeah, it's going to shift. And then because where my house is, it's all clay. You, You have to dig down pretty deep. In order to get the dirt, and you never will. Uh, so uh, it's a lot of work. I'm not looking forward to the amount of work that I'm about to put in, but as soon as the weather breaks, like in March, the plan is to just do a little bit at a time to get it completely prepped and ready for the cement. And then, you know, he'll come in town and and do the cement part. It'd be great. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man. It sounds awesome. I think it'll look cool, too. Yeah. yeah. It'll look nice. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Not just like, oh, I threw some pavers down and a tarp over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I'm hoping that twig I put over there doesn't break in the wind. Right. Yeah. It's going to be nice. And it'll be the only money that I spend this year. That's going to be extremely expensive. Well, at least you're doing it, it yourself. I feel like it'd be way more expensive if you paid someone. Oh, it would be, for sure. You got to get a permit to do that? Uh, What's the permit? All right. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, you're supposed to pull permits for all of that stuff, yes. When you're putting down a new slab, you're supposed to do permit. Yep. And the permits aren't aren't expensive. I think it's like seventy five bucks for for a permit. The thing is, is like if you mess up on anything, like they just scrutinize everything. Yeah, because they, they gotta come out and inspect it then. Over and over again, at every step, they're coming out to ex- to inspect it, and um. And it just gets annoying because when you want to work 
and you want to get stuff done, if you're at a step where they need to come out, you got to schedule them to come out, which is going to delay your work. And then after you're done with the work, before you go to the next step, you got to get them to come out and inspect it again. It's just, it's a bitch. And not worth the $75. So. Well, if you remember when we first moved in the house in that area next to the garage, there was a playscape. Yep. And that wasn't, uh, they didn't pull a permit for that. There was nothing to code about that thing. It was rickety and shaky. They didn't even use all treated wood like they were supposed to. And it was outside in the elements. They put a roof on top of it as well. And then he ran power from the previous owners. They ran an extension cord from the garage to power the playscape. None of that was code. So when I ripped that down, dude, I had nails and screws flying everywhere. I had all this electrical stuff that I had to clean up and get out of the way. It was a nightmare. Completely unsafe. It had exposed screws like where they like they were screwing up and went too far and it was exposed screws out there for kids <laughs> to just slice open their legs. Nice. Like what are you doing, bro? What are you doing? So, yeah, it, it was not good. So I'm not worried about it. I'm definitely not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this cool idea. I want to build this like two seater wood thing on the patio. I'll, I'll have to send you the picture. Uh, but basically, it's a, a little shack. That'll just go up against the garage or go up against the back fence on the patio. Uh, so I can overlook the yard and it's two seats with a with a like a bench in the middle so you can set drinks on top of it. Mm -hmm. And then it's completely covered on the top and on the sides. It's going to look dope. Hmm. And then it's got like windows on the sides so you can see out of each side. I'm really looking forward to putting that up. So. Sounds cool. Yeah. I kind of can't wait for us to own a house we're going to be like be in for a minute. Yeah. So that I can do shit and not have to like get permission. Or just think like, oh man, it'd be so cool if we did this and that. <clears throat> but then it's like, yeah, yeah, then I'm gonna have to move it. <laughs> so sure. I ain't trying to, you know what I'm saying? Sure. I'm not gonna leave it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the way to go. First world I problems, might, bro. I think I might also get a small fire pit. To put underneath the awning as well. Really? Just in case it, yeah, just in case it rains and you want to sit out there underneath a nice patio. That's what. With a fire pit. Oop, dude, I want one of those Small. bonfire thingies that I don't remember what they were called. It was silver, the silver one? Yeah, there was a silver one and a copper one. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it either, but I know what you're talking about. 
This is the one that I thought that you had already. Yeah. No, that was a friend. Ah. And I was like, dude, this thing is sick. Yep. Basically a washing machine basin with holes in the bottom. Yeah. Gets a lot of airflow. Yeah. Which the pit we have now. It's actually, do you remember our old one? No. Yes. In, in h Yes, I do. Yeah, I do remember that. So yes. it's probably a half size bigger in diameter than that one. Yeah. So it's a decent size. And then the sides are all like breathable mesh. Anyway, I can't wait to friggin' have a fire. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, brother. Well, I think, uh, I think that's a wrap, bro. Yeah, man. Thanks for, uh, listening to our Wednesday episode where we kind of just chewed the fat. So, I enjoyed it. Hopefully you guys did too, and ladies, and transgen, and whatever. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yep. If for whatever reason you want to contact us, you totally can. Just go ahead and email us at info at unchurchpodcast.show. Check out our website, um, unchurchpodcast.show. We are on the Twitters and the Instas, and our handle is at UnchurchPod. I think in a previous episode I said podcast, which you'd probably still find us, but our handle's actually at UnchurchedPod. And uh, stay safe. Don't be an idiot. Indeed. Peace. We love you a long time. Also, long time. <laughs>